A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online. So any small business could be a driving force to create change or build an empire. We know old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. So we're calling for a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's up to us to make it happen. Start different at GoDaddy.com. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Don't you always want to hear it right from the horse's mouth? I certainly do. I want the best and the brightest minds in the industry to tell me about it. Yeah, tell me about it is my latest podcast since I come across so many interesting people in the industry. Some of my favorite students, they ask me if I can speak to some really intelligent and well-known people on hot and trending topics. You know, like content, influencers, health, branding, entrepreneurship and more. Who am I to quiz the best and brightest you ask? Hmm. Well, I am Sadat Deshmukh, also known as the traveling professor. Maybe you've heard me before somewhere. Yeah, I teach across various institutes. Join me and new experts every week over two parts where we dissect these topics and try to make sense of them. Hopefully, learn something about it when they tell me about it. This podcast is an HT Smartcast original and is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Here we are, gentlemen. I've got Chandesh Pala and Anirban with me. Now, I, I'm going to talk about Anirban first because I came across his uh, profile uh, on LinkedIn. I haven't met you in uh, real life, Anirban, but I was really, really impressed about one or two things in, in specific, right? One is that I think you uh, graduated in 93 and then instead of doing perhaps a, a regular MBA or something like that, you just went into uh, the agency and, uh, life and, and lived that life for quite a while, to be honest. And then you shifted over to the, the consulting side. And in the meanwhile, you've also taught semiotics, which I find a very, very sexy subject, something that is really interesting and something that can have an impact on, on a lot of things. And you've taught it in Micah, but, you know, it's it's tough to teach something in Micah, so, as, as you would uh, as you would probably expect. And I'm sure that if, since you've gone there a few times, it means that they've liked you. So um, I just found that fact that, you know, you've been there and done that from so many angles. Uh, makes you a fascinating person for today's topic yeah, and probably a lot more, but uh, certainly for today's topic. Welcome to uh, Tell Me About It. Thank you, Siddharth. Very kind words. Uh, we're very excited to be here. Uh, I've been following this for a while. I've been seeing this pop up on my social feed. And yeah. uh, like I said, uh, the traveling professor is something that I've now registered. Uh, so even though we met, I've had a chance of like listening to you speak uh, to a yeah. bunch of very interesting people. Thank very you happy so to much. be here and very happy to kind of be on the same screen as Chandresh. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I, I, now let me let me let me go in and talk about Chandresh. But as I was telling you, he's he's played so many roles with me. You know, boss, mentor, partner, friend, colleague, and somebody who's also uh, I think uh, some kind of major black belt in some martial art. Okay, and he's like yeah, uh, yeah kung fu. There you go. And I've been so scared of that ever since he's told me that I've, I've stayed a, a couple of feet away. But besides that, he's also somebody who's done his BSc uh, in, in physics. 
uh, that that is a very and with honors as well so that was that let's uh, for some quantum physicist to come this a first generation for tell me about it uh, you know uh, <laughs> you've come you literally are the scientist in the room you're scaring uh, everyone they're all going to say no, <laughs> no and, and plus the, the 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 attractive factor is the charming uk accent so you'll get away with murder on this this one generation right <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm so, absolutely delighted to be you know on on the show and you know like i was saying earlier um, when we were just chatting it's always yeah. a pleasure talking to sidat because the conversations that we have are just incredible because we go off on these rambling discussions and they end up in all kinds of places so it's it's always fascinating you know having yeah. discussions with you and you know knowing you for such a long time and it's a pleasure okay. to meet you and Iran as well so looking forward to to the session wonderful so let me with that let me just introduce today's topic and then i'll shut up i'll just keep asking questions and poking you guys uh, throughout the hour so the topic for today is Uh, look a lot of people actually want to know what a winning pitch is now a winning pitch or a winning presentation or a winning presence or you may want to you know analyze and describe it in many ways right but what i thought would be fascinating is tendesh you are an angel investor or a vc or a, a, you know as you're a designer studio for, for for doing something like this and you've also are an entrepreneur been an entrepreneur Uh, right and you've been a bit of a consultant as well so yes. there are many angles that you're bringing to the table right uh, on how you judge a presentation a pitch or uh, you know and anirban comes in with his uh, perspective of both an agency so when an agency is going in to pitch for new business for for example or when an agency is trying to retain an existing account or whatever so many permutations and combinations and now he's on to the consulting side So I just thought, you know, I would kickstart this discussion by asking both of you, how does you know one prepare for a winning pitch? When does the preparation start? And I would like you to put on a particular hat and talk to me through that hat, and then switch over to that uh, to the other hat because you both are going to play two different roles. So I'd like to go with Anirban first and ask him, uh, you know, how, how would you recommend people? prepare for a pitch if you are working in an agency and then you yeah. can go on to the uh, other side the consulting side and then we'll go to chandesh no funny enough i mean on the agency of course you're always you know you're pitching new business you're pitching new ideas to clients and uh, interestingly when you're in consulting you often find yourself on the other side of the table where you're sometimes looking yeah. at these pitches and you're looking at these agencies while simultaneously being one who's also pitching ideas to these clients because eventually as a consultant as well you're kind of you know you are offering a solution for a brand yeah. for a problem so you're yes. both simultaneously pitching for a you know pitching a solution as well as evaluating solutions at different stages of projects at different stages of you know uh, solving a problem yeah. but I, you know and traditionally you know i grew up in the advertising business at a time where there were these little stunts that agencies mm. would pull and, yeah. and and actually when you think about it now it's quite cringy because <laughs> i i do remember a particular occasion where the agency that i had once worked with where i started my career there was a presentation a pitch presentation to a tea board where in the middle of the presentation somebody walked in who kind of was dressed up like a tea garden tea picker oh, no. you know one of the leaders <laughs> who would you know so it was to it <laughs> it was ostensibly to demonstrate commitment and <clears throat> this was quite common this was mm. quite common uh, you know 
it is it is it is not very different from the person who stands outside the tent at a fair showing you the beginnings of a magic trick and hoping yeah. that you'd kind of walk into that tent i mean to me that's the mental model of what's really going on there but it's mm. you know over the years i've and and especially now you know and mm. having kind of uh, gone through the entire wave of startups and pitching for you know investment pitching for business the agencies pitching for brands you actually think about the pitch itself becoming a product uh, i mean if you go online and just just type pitch it's flooded with offerings it's flooded yeah. with pitch coaches it's flooded with all kinds of you know yeah. uh, you know gizmos and the ways in which you can package your truth and ways in which you can package your ideas and what are the key things that shark tag judges talking about things so it's a, it's a, it's a and when you look at that 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 massive marketplace for pitches you realize that it's a very elusive thing it's a slippery thing this thing called a pitch mm. because if had it not been so mm. you would not have so many people selling so many different kinds of answers sometimes the same answer repackaged in very different ways trying right. to offer a solution right and it's it's interesting because when you when you see that it's you know it's it's become this product it's being packaged in so many different ways uh, and when you kind of finally break it down you take all of pitch coaching and you break it down and you take all of the pitch consulting and you break it down it tells mm-hmm. you two things and these are very basic things it talks about presentation skills or persona marketing mm okay so let me stop you there what do you mean by persona marketing what do you mean by uh, yeah yeah uh, th- this is what i was talking about i mean for instance you go to you know if, you, if you're in a let's say in some sort of a creative pitch and i'm talking about and and it could also apply though i will use a specific example of a creative pitch here it also mm-hmm. applies to you know pitching for investment mm-hmm. which is what hat are you wearing what persona what are you playing what is the game mm-hmm. that you're playing and mm-hmm. and here here there are some interesting kind of there seems to be some interesting archetypes or whatever you want to call it at play so there is this this one kind of you know way of doing which is where you make the person you're pitching to a collaborator in the process you get them to own the idea you say that you know do you remember feeling this way and the moment you do that you've invited that person to join in and feel like a collaborator and you're hoping that eventually they will start owning your idea that is so interesting because then what you're doing is actually connecting to different parts of the human brain the way in which the way in which you're describing uh, your process interesting thank you sorry sorry for interrupting no and 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 actually when you think about it these are all different ways of managing a power equation when you're pitching there is a power equation at, you know at play yeah. whether it's an yeah. investor whether it's a potential client and yeah. these are different ways in which you negotiate that power equation so one mm-hmm. way is to kind of you know garner that sense of collaboration by including that person into your idea into the space okay. the second is where you actually invert the power equation and that's where you play the the creative genius the artist mm. and where you kind of say that you have you have no idea as to what i'm talking about you have never mm. thought about anything this way mm. Mm-hmm. and i will that's blow your mind that's a tough one though it's a tough one not everyone can pull it off but yeah. but that becomes another way in which uh, you know you play that game All right. And the third one is the one where you say that you know I know nothing. I am just mm. a simpleton. But I have something. You know maybe it's worth, you know. <laughs> so, you know, and so there's so many different strategies, so many different ways in which you play the persona game and it's the thing is that it 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 is manipulative. Mm. You know, and 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 I believe mm. that that the the truth to a mm. pitch, the perfect pitch goes beyond something like this. Um it, okay. it lies somewhere a little more deeper. Mm. Okay all right 
Uh, Anirban, I'm going to stop you there and include Chandresh in this conversation and ask him his two bits because he's seen a couple of angles as well. So, Chandresh, anything you'd like to contribute on how you'd prepare for a pitch? Yeah, I guess before I go into that, uh, what I would say is when we talk about a pitch, a lot of people immediately think that it's like for investment or pitching to investors. Um, but that's not true because actually we go through life constantly pitching because what we're trying mm -hmm. to do is to convince somebody about an idea which is a pitch that mm -hmm. might be you know talking to somebody who a prospective you know future wife you know you might be talking yeah. to you know a potential professor you know all kinds of or present so, wife or, or yeah, <laughs> as a wife you know <laughs> you know pitching a holiday idea you know so yeah. we're constantly going through life trying to convince somebody or present yeah. an idea um, yeah. So pitching is is not just for you know for people who are doing investment pitches. I think it's really important to understand that. Mm -hmm. And and the second thing is uh, when when I do work with people and startups and things, um, even though they're not pitching for investment, sometimes I get them to create a pitch because it's about creating something which provides that clarity of thought. It's a great way of getting your mindset and getting all of the information together. Mm -hmm. clarifying your thoughts and really distilling them into this very concise piece of communication and mm -hmm. just going through the exercise is incredibly valuable so you know I, I you know i use it all the time you know when i'm working with startups um even though they're not raising investment even just to get their ideas together that's so interesting uh, so let me pause you there for a moment and probe a little deeper so what sure. you're saying is even if you're not making a pitch to an investor or something you get startups to actually do that pitch for a deeper reason is that, is that what yeah yeah so uh, i i teach at an accelerator um, mm -hmm. and one of the outputs that i get the people to create is a pitch um, mm -hmm. how it for some people you know they prefer it to create a pitch for a potential customer as other people it might be for potential you know team members it could be you mm -hmm. know but just going through that process of distilling their business model distilling their core value proposition and putting it down in very very concise brief details and being able to talk about it is mm -hmm. just incredibly valuable you know so as an exercise yes i highly recommend it so if I have to ask both of you this question, because I've, I've got a sense of the thought process that goes behind the preparing of a pitch, but I still uh, want to understand maybe from a different perspective, uh, what is it that you've seen as uh, when you see a pitch and you say, ha, ah, that's really, really good. Okay. Uh, this is this is uh, done with a lot of diligence and a lot of care and a lot of imagination and a lot of pizzazz or whatever you want to call it. Uh, how do you judge that? Because you've been on, both of you have been on the other side. I mean, uh, yeah. Chandesh, you can start. And yeah, so I can add a few it. things. Um, so yeah. the way I, I think people need to get into a mindset when they are going into pitch. And that mindset is not, I'm going there to sell. It's, I'm going there to present this amazing opportunity and hmm. give people the opportunity to buy. Hmm. It's, it's a very different mindset. It's not, you know, pushing. It's saying, hey, hmm. you know, I have this amazing opportunity. I have this great idea. And it's about communicating that idea as clearly as possible to make sure that person understands it and hmm. is excited by it. Correct. The person understands it and they're excited by it. And also it's about authenticity. Uh, my view is, you know, trying to do different tricks and things 
know, for me, it doesn't work. You know, I'd much yeah. rather see somebody who's absolutely authentic, who is yeah. genuine. You know, if they are a terrible speaker, I don't mind actually, as long as they're mm. genuine. You know, and yeah. as long as they know what they're talking about, and you know, the idea is genuine. Mm. You know, them trying to do something very different, it just doesn't work. So authenticity, uh, presenting the opportunity. And, and really being able to communicate that core idea. And, mm. and I think also, you know, it's, it's very much in the, you have to engage and connect with people in that first, you know, two minutes. Yeah. If you don't connect and engage with the people in those first few minutes, then you're yeah. actually uphill, you know, after that. Yeah. yeah. It's all it's about winning, you know, right at the beginning, you know, being yeah. in the right mindset, winning and, and going in with that, almost that energy. Um, yeah. Being authentic, I think, at the yeah. beginning. So, yeah. All right. Thanks, Anirban. How about you? Okay, I'm going to just, uh, you know, please indulge me. I'm going to kind of take a bit of a detour. Okay, uh, go for it. I, I, I kind of, uh, you know, really, really resonated with two or three things that you know Chandresh said in the course yeah. of what he just, you know, the way he explained it. Uh, he talked about the idea itself and the power of that and the belief in that and that is yeah. how you communicate and and the fact that it is distilled. Into mm. a very very clear form, and I think I think uh, it, you know there is no way. I mean, there is that is pretty much the holy grail of good pitch. But I, I, I have I've been kind of thinking about this conversation, and you know, interestingly, at some point as you go through pitches, you start thinking about the pitch itself and what is it supposed to do, and you wonder for the first time, what is where did this word come from? Mm. Pitch. Mm. Where does it come from, and why do we call it a pitch? And mm. when you think about it, and, and it kind of in, in immediately kind of bifurcates into two different imaginations of a pitch. Mm. One is a baseball imagination of the pitch, mm -hmm. you know, or, or 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 you know whatever, you know, where you're essentially, you know, you've got something in your hand, you're really hurling it. You see yeah. how far it goes, how fast it goes, how well it puzzles, you know, yeah. the person on the other side, or you know, it kind of you know beats that person, you know, all the logic, all the defenses, and gets through. So that's one imagination of the pitch. But what is a more fundamental imagination of the pitch, in my opinion, is where it actually where this word comes from. The pitch mm. tent stumps into the cricket pitch. Yeah. We okay. call the football state the place where we play yes. football the pitch. Yeah, that's right. And what we are really doing is that if you think of the idea as a stake, mm -hmm. you're really mm -hmm. planting that stake wow, somewhere. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, and if you nice. think of the mind of the recipient, whoever that may be, be it a client mm -hmm. or a customer or an investor or yeah. you know, anyone, you are trying to understand, you need to understand that mind. Uh, mm -hmm. Then they say that, read the room. Uh, you know, who are you pitching yeah. to? Uh, mm -hmm. That's what you mean. You need to know what that ground is like. And you need to, what you're really trying to accomplish is to kind mm -hmm. of plant that stake in a way that mm -hmm. it becomes impossible for that person to shake off mm -hmm. that idea, that mm -hmm. thought that you've yeah. planted long yeah. after that meeting is over. Wonderfully put. Thanks. Okay. So that, that's really interesting. Now, let, that kind of segues very well into my next question, which I'll ask Chandresh, because I think you're a little winded and out of breath. So <laughs> hang on a bit. But I like that concept. So, I, I love that idea. Yes. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's a wonderful idea. So here, here's the deal, right, Chandresh? How do you read a room? I think before going into the room, it's about preparation. It's about understanding who you are pitching to, understanding right. the company, what their goals are, what their interests are, because mm -hmm. what you're trying to do is to really understand, you know, as much as you can before you go in the room, right? It's mm. all about that preparation. Mm. Uh, 
And secondly, it's about knowing your own numbers as well. You know, you need to have done your homework in terms of preparing about what yeah. you're going to be talking about. You need to have all the detail. You need to have done everything. Um, mm. I mean, there's a few little tricks um, that I can suggest as well when you go in the room, um, and mm. these are a bit obscure. Um, but you know, for example, sitting in the right place. Mm -hmm. So, for example, I suggest people sit near the screen. Mm -hmm. So when they're presenting, they sit near the screen because rather than if they're sitting and stand, you know, sitting there throughout the pitch, uh, they can change the energy by getting up and actually pointing at things and showing a bit of enthusiasm. So they can easily do that. Um, the other reason is kind of an obscure, strange reason, is that typically that means that you are facing the doorway, right? Okay. Which puts you in a power position. Because mm -hmm. if your back is towards the door, then you're actually in a, a weaker position psychologically. Mm -hmm. Whereas mm -hmm. if you're, if you think about most power positions, you know all the bosses sit facing the door because that's wow. a position, right? So there's little things. Like, the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. well, you know, it's always like the president sits, you know, facing the door. Yeah. You know, it's so if you're in that position, you can then move, you can talk, you know, and you can show people things that get that energy level, you know, show that enthusiasm yeah. if required. Yeah. You can control the room, you know, you can yeah. control where it's going. Um, yeah. But also, I think it's. You need to be, you know, I was thinking about an analogy, and uh, you know, I love things like music so i think it's like jazz right hmm. so you you train and you train and you train and you, you become a master of your instruments and you know as a team but then when you go in you have to be able to improvise as well because somebody absolutely will throw some curveballs in they will absolutely try and put you off right and ask you all questions so you yeah. need to be able to improvise and go off and you know go with the flow and, and you know yeah. like jazz yeah. <laughs> I understand. So, uh, talking of awkward questions, let me ask the same question to Anirban with a bit of a twist. Okay. So, if you're reading a room and if you're trying to actually make an impact, while uh, so does your mood need to be very calm your, yourself, or should you be excited, or what? What? How should you be like when when you're pitching? And and uh, just as a corollary to that, and probably Chandresh can pitch in later on. Do you think making a pitch? Uh, is a team sport or is it an individual one? That's based on your baseball analogy. <laughs> okay, I, uh, let me let me kind of talk about a few things. And I, as a as yeah. a as a as an extension of what Chandri spoke about sure. in terms of the different things that work, I'd like to bring in my own little yeah. analogy, uh, or rather, my favorite example yeah. of a pitch sure. and why that has read the room so beautifully and how it has kind of converted something into a very very powerful idea. Uh, so, but, but but before that, I mean, it is indeed a team sport. I mean, very clearly, mm -hmm. there is mm -hmm. there is someone who goes and presents, and often, whether it's an agency or a you know a mm -hmm. startup, it will be the person who has those skills uh, mm -hmm. who communicates because mm -hmm. it is about that. Finally, uh, but but it is it is a, it is it, everything happens before that meeting. While mm -hmm. you and, and I completely agree with the you know the jazz reference here that you must be able to you must be able to give yourself space. You know, mm. I would take a football example, saying that how mm. do I find myself in space Correct. where I can run, where I can look, where I can pass, where I can see opportunity. Correct. Uh, you know, and 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 that's where you need to find yourself in your presenting. And so whether it means that you know energy is that of someone who's really passionate, who's really energetic, or yeah. someone who's calm, it depends entirely on where you are at. And, and I think mm. that's very exactly. important. You mm. can't you can't fake that. And mm. and it's and it's silly to try and fake that. Mm. Uh, mm. 
but you need to be that you need to find make space for yourself uh, but but it is a team sport because everything that you've done in terms of you know just getting your story together distilling mm. it down saying that okay what is it that and here is where the differences between let's say if i'm making a new business pitch as an agency or as a consultant the differences between the client and the customer need to melt away because mm. you are eventually speaking to another human being sitting across that table who shares okay. the same desires the same motivations as your you know in some form yeah. or the other as your customer correct i understand but how do you read the room how how do you read the okay so this guy seems to be in a little irritated space how do you do that what 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 cues do you look for or what right. so i to me the reading the room happens before the meeting and and mm-hmm. and uh, you kind of try and rise above anything you know in that sense uh, any moods that are there in the meeting room because you cannot engage with that and you should not engage with that mm-hmm. uh, the reading of the room is deeper it is not just about immediate at that point in time what is my frame of mind you are trying to reach into something deeper and here is where i like to bring in my mm-hmm. favorite uh, pitch story uh, mm-hmm. and it's a story that probably anyone who's watched mad men or even yes. if you haven't you probably know that story uh, yes. it's the story it's it's where don draper pitches for kodak cruzel oh yeah the, 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 yeah the tree uh, for those yeah. who are unfamiliar with the term cruzel i mean it's it's in the days of slide projectors uh, yeah. and you had this round tray which sat on the slide projector with slides inserted it could go forward or backward it sort of you know uh, rotate in that fashion yeah. and that's how you would project slides and it's very interesting you know i think he talked about you know he says that new technology creates a niche and your product is like a lotion that soothes that itch uh-huh. but what we have here and 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 kodak i mean the background to that meeting is that kodak this inventive innovative company for them this this yeah. what they called the wheel internally was very important and and they were looking for the word wheel in that pitch you know and that's that's where they were coming from and that's mm-hmm. what he understood mm-hmm. and what he goes on to say is that this is not a piece of technology this mm-hmm. is a time machine that goes oh, nice. forward and backwards yeah, i remember that yeah and that lets you go to back to that happy place that you thought you had lost forever if you think about it as a human thing mm-hmm. everyone feels that way so this doesn't be matter who you are anirban i'm trying trying to play uh, amateur segment freud here but this seems to be <laughs> your uh, you know your go to you think that this works really connecting with uh, an emotion that the other person has felt i think is keep according to you you know and and then you can actually relate to that person and build something from there uh, would i would would that be right absolutely why do we do the things we do why do we start a business why do we go about inventing something we feel mm. something very strongly mm. we don't have the words or maybe we don't we, we are not uh, sort of looking at that emotion as an inventor or as a startup or as a you know a brand owner we are not looking at that but we are driven by that yeah yeah it is and, and suddenly when Don Draper stands up and says calls it carousel in a flash you suddenly make sense of what you've been trying to do all this time yeah and you know and you know that even though you didn't call it that that is what yeah. you were trying to do in your own human yeah. way yeah no absolutely wow guys by the way i have started getting millions of questions right here so i'm going to kind of move to some asked by people so anib anibhav garg has asked this question to uh, maybe both of you how will digital impact brands in the post covid era how should an agency pitch maybe this one is for you uh, anirban how should an agency adjust to the impact and pitch to brands so have a think about it uh, i'll ask uh, chandresh this one because this one is coming uh, to chandresh 
could you share your experience as an investor as to what made you believe in a startup after hearing their pitch okay so maybe chandresh you can go on this one and anirban you can think of you know what's the best way of uh, the covid thing yeah sure over to you chandresh yeah so if the core thing when you're doing a pitch in a startup is for you to understand you know does the investor understand the concept do they understand the problem if mm. they don't understand the problem then you've lost them right so yeah. you have to connect and really understand and appreciate the problem that is being presented mm-hmm. if if you don't do that then all the rest is just you know irrelevant yeah so where i've been pitched to and that problem actually completely resonates with me because i think yeah you know actually that is absolutely something that i can appreciate is a big issue um mm. then you've got my attention right mm. then it's about the solution mm. go on <laughs> no no uh, this is exactly what anirban was saying yeah it's it's all about you know getting that connection and really early on because yeah. if you think about it you know people that you're pitching to are really busy and mm. everyone's attention span is getting shorter and shorter right so you yeah. have those first few minutes to really get that human connection like on imbra was saying it's that human to human connection mental and mm. the reason is you know you have to build that right at the beginning is you have to give them a reason to listen Yeah and if you get that connection through them understanding what you're pitching you know I've had people who just go off into this tirade of you know fancy sentences and you know great diagrams and things and what they have missed is that the the room actually doesn't understand the problem mm. so mm. so they're talking about the solution before somebody's really connected with the problem so it's you know they're trying to explain something and they've lost the room Wow, that was a good one, right? More of where that came from soon. Want to reach out to me? I'm Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm the traveling professor on Instagram. You'll find the funny side of me there. And on LinkedIn, I'm a little bit more serious, but I'm still the traveling professor. To give us feedback, you can reach out to us on HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and YouTube, the usual suspects. To listen to more podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se. And join me in the journey onward ho. This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell and get found online so any small business can make a change. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at godaddy.com.